Hello, welcome back to the final episode of 2022. I hope this year has been great for you. I'm gonna say hope. (laughs) I want to know how this year has been for you and how it's served you and blessings you've got and then the lessons you've received and the people you've met and people you didn't like when you met them (laughs) and all of those amazing things and some things that you know weren't good but it made this year for you and how was that truly for you if I had to do a review (laughs) of this year I would say that the first half of the year was very like new like uh, I guess normal everyday living for me jobs and still dealing with the wanting more for myself and the second year has been nothing but transitions and the life feeling like my life is just going so fast and things are moving so fast and me trying not to be so hard on myself because I'm very extremely hard on myself and it doesn't help me in the end (laughs) Because that leads to worry, that leads to self-doubt, that leads to just not believing in me and believing in the future that I want to cultivate for myself. Um, And if I had to describe it in one word, change. Um, I obviously didn't hit some of my goals that I wanted for this year, but... I learned a lot of new more stuff about myself and growing in many um, facets of who I am and just really expanding my horizons. But this is also the 99th episode of this podcast. And when we come back, it'll be our our 100th episode and I can't believe I've recorded 100 episodes actually I've recorded a lot way more episodes than that but I've deleted some along the way because they just weren't that they weren't giving that feeling for me that I really wanted it to exude so I ended up deleting those um they're still in my archives but you guys can't see it but I actually hope and I hope and I hope I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and uh, amazing New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and just welcoming in for the last week or so, two weeks, just bringing in, I want to say cheer for yourself, but just amazing things. So today I wanted to talk about dealing with anxiety. I know nobody wants to talk about anxiety early this morning, even though I have to go to a place where my anxiety is usually really high on some days. And just talking about it is bringing me to a place of, you know, I also need to meditate or something like that before I go in. But what is anxiety? For me, my own personal experience is heart racing hands sweaty shaking all over the body and you could feel it pulsating through every inch through your legs your arms your your stomach your chest your head all of these things you can just feel it all over and it's like you can have an anxiety attack or just freak out and the way i am when my mind goes off or i get very overwhelmed i cry 
I will bawl and I will cry. And the best thing for me to recharge is to simply be alone, to be in my own world, to just be by myself. I like to recharge my own solitude. I don't really like to be around people. Also, meditation is one that helps me a lot. Or even just going for a walk out in nature and being surrounded by trees is my ultimate therapy for myself i actually miss having um actual therapy i haven't talked to my therapist in a long time and uh hope she's still know she's forgot about me but i need to reach out to her because i haven't talked to her and a lot's happened in the last couple months and i kind of liked having that sounding board to have someone to talk to about things when i feel like i <laughs> say I don't really have a voice to express but I do better when I have someone to talk to um to get out everything I'm feeling instead of venting to people when I do readings which there's nothing wrong with that because it's nice to hear my spirit team voice that they love me and they're here for me and all those amazing things I want to let you know that you're not alone anxiety is hell i don't have social anxiety but we all there's different types of anxiety for me it's kind of like everyday life everyday living (laughs) just when just getting overwhelmed with things and trying to figure it all out and learning that i i have to i've done a lot that most other people wouldn't have done and i have to be grateful but I have to be proud of myself and I say all these things and I still know that when I turn this podcast off and I be by myself, I'm still going to be hard on myself and I'm a work in progress. Let's just say that I'm a work in progress, but a beautiful masterpiece at that and I have to be patient with myself. So before I continue, I want us to just take 20 seconds just to close our eyes and deep breaths, deep breaths. So, So maybe that wasn't like, okay, it was like 20 seconds, but as I was doing that, I felt a little more peace. Um, I still have it there, but I am actually also switching to being part-time at my job and only working on the weekend. Even though the weekends hell in a nutshell, I'm going to be off four days a week and have to busy myself with something or try to start a new routine starting next week and be consistent with it and being able to implement that throughout the week because I do good when I'm on a routine. I do really amazing, <laughs> but when everything goes shit show and it goes left, it's like, uh, okay, I need a routine. I need something that 
I can be consistent with. And the thing with me is that I start I start new routines at the beginning of the year and I'm so consistent for like the first three months. And then by like March or something or April, I kind of go sideways. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like last year, this year, I'm saying last year, but at the beginning of this year, I was so consistent with my meditation practice that it helped me to be calm during the day, to be centered, to not feel overwhelmed or anxiety or all of these things. And it helped me to feel more at peace. It really uplifted my spirits. Just really just having a routine I really need to adapt and to stay consistent with. And it actually takes 60 days to develop a habit or a routine or anything of that nature because we can start something <laughs> and then like a week later we're like, uh, uh, let me just not do it today. And then today becomes two days and three days and next thing you know, it's been a month and we've all been there. I'm going to... um. Since I'm reading this book, and I like to read a day out of each book, I wanted to read this because it has nothing to do with anxiety, but it's kind of like a day-to-day thing where I read and it kind of motivates me, makes me feel better um, to know that being an empath there's nothing wrong with that, and it's beautiful. Sensitivity is a beautiful thing. I also wanted to read something that I had a breakthrough that I was listening to my podcast episode, the one that came out about lack of boundaries. And the most powerful thing I heard myself saying in that episode was, you guys are going to be like, girl, <laughs> let's see. I was raised in condition that abandoning myself was the best thing for me. I don't know how powerful that was for me, but that sentence there stuck out to me that episode. And I don't know which one ever stuck out to you, but please message me about that because that episode was very powerful. I think a lot of my episodes are powerful, but when I have meditation music in the background, it tends to be more release, more powerful. Um, so here it is. Is this emotion mine? Emotional empaths are able to sense other people's feelings and become a sponge for both their happiness and their stress. It may be hard for you to distinguish someone else's emotions from your own. They are a form of subtle energy that we all give off and they are contagious. You may unknowingly take on a loved one's moods or in crowds you can suddenly feel anxious, depressed, or happy without knowing why. A wonderful way to clarify this is to get into the habit of asking, is this emotion mine or someone else? Many empaths get confused and overwhelmed because they are not used to framing their exchanges in this way. That's why practice is important. Start by asking yourself this question about three people today. Prior to interacting, notice your own mood to get a baseline of your emotional state. Are you peaceful, anxious, excited? Then observe how your mood changes after that encounter. If you feel different, either subtly or dramatically, most likely you're picking up their emotions.
Set your intention. I will empower myself by becoming aware of my emotions. Being mindful of the feelings I absorb from others enhances my self-knowledge as an empath. That is deep. And hopefully that you can do that today or your everyday for the holidays, especially coming up and being around a lot of family and a lot of people feel like my cat is at the door just trying to just trying to get inside. <laughs> but hopefully that helps. Um you know I didn't get any tips, but the reality of having anxiety is really hard and some of us have it worse than others and how I'm learning how to be patient with myself, you please learn how to be patient with yourself and to really I want to say the beauty in it, but see the beauty in yourself. Please meditate. (laughs) Even if it's for like five minutes, please do it. And realize how much more calm and at peace you are with who you are in your surroundings and who you're becoming. Anywho. Until next year, I do not know when I'm coming back. I was going for January 8th or something like that, which is ironic because I just read January 9th in this book, and um, it's crazy, (laughs) but I will see you guys next year, and I hope you have an amazing holiday, and stay blessed as usual, but until then, happy new year's.